Hi, I'm Dr. Fred Silva of Arcana Laboratories, coming to you from Little Rock, Arkansas, with another installment of Throwback Thursday. This is a brief history of nephrology. Although descriptions of the kidney in health and or disease has been considered by many, starting with Hippocrates and Aristotle, running through Galen, and a large number of other Greeks, Romans, and others, it has been suggested that the initial recognition of kidney disease, separate from other medical specialties, should be attributed to Richard Bright's 1827 book, Reports of Medical Cases. His studies were so seminal that for the next century, the term Bright's disease was used to refer to any kidney disease. His findings led to the widespread practice of urine analysis for proteinuria. The discipline of kidney disease was furthered by William Howship Dickinson's description of acute nephritis in 1875 and Frederick Akbar Mohammed's discovery of the link between systemic hypertension and the kidney in the 1870s. Homer Smith, the great physiologist, and others, including Pitts, determined the underlying physiology of the kidney. Numerous textbooks in renal pathology were written in the 1900s, first utilizing autopsy materials and later renal biopsies, and that's covered in another podcast. As technology improved, hemodialysis by Wilhelm Kolff in 1945 was developed. There is a long and convoluted history of the development of an artificial kidney dialysis from 1913 by Drs. Abel, Roundtree, and Haas to William Kolff, who initially utilized his device in an individual with mercury poisoning. Dr. Kolff first constructed a working dialyzer in 1943 during the Nazi occupation of the Netherlands. Because of the scarcity of available resource, he improvised using beverage cans, a washing machine, sausage casings, and other items at hand. He used this machine to treat 16 patients with acute kidney failure, but the results were not good. In 1945, he treated a 67-year-old comatose woman who regained consciousness following 11 hours of hemodialysis and lived for another seven years before dying of an unrelated disease. She was the first patient ever to be treated successfully by dialysis. Dr. Nils Alwal modified the Kolf kidney construction, making it the first practical device for hemodialysis. He treated his first patient with acute renal failure in 1946. Dr. Kolf and Walter developed the Kolf Brigham artificial kidney in 1948. Their device was successfully used by the U.S. Army in Korea and for acute drug intoxication and renal failure. Dr. George Schreiner became very influential with members of the U.S. Congress and eventually got Medicare to cover hemodialysis in 1972. The story goes that this astute clinician, Dr. Schreiner, brought in a patient with renal failure to the halls of Congress who would die without dialysis. And when asked about how many individuals would need hemodialysis in the U.S., Dr. Schreiner indicated not that many, somewhere about 60,000. 
I don't remember the exact number I was told, but it was low. Dr. Scribner of the University of Washington devised vascular access connecting an artery to a vein, the Quentin Scribner shunt. In 1964, 1,000 patients were on dialysis. In 1967, 5,000. And in 1990, over 100,000 patients were on dialysis. In 2014, 460,000 patients in the U.S. were on dialysis, and this accounted for 6% of the Medicare budget. According to the most recent U.S. RDS annual report, over 660,000 patients are being treated with end-stage renal disease, with 468,000 patients on dialysis of various types, and 193,000 with a functioning kidney transplant. In 1954, the first successful renal transplantation was performed in identical twins in Boston by Dr. Joseph Murray and others. The twins actually outlived one of the surgeons. With the further understanding of the discipline of immunology, Dr. Murray and his team later transplanted kidneys into unrelated recipients with the use of immunosuppressive agents. Murray, in 1963, published in the New England Journal of Medicine one of the first successful case series using immunosuppression, that is, azathioprine or 6-mercaptopurine and glucocorticoids for certain renal diseases of the immune system. Thank you for listening. This podcast and more can be found in the iTunes and Google Play stores. For more information and educational programming like this, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, or visit us on the web at arcanalabs.com.